to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 253 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. I'm trying to sound like I'm awake. Chris is looking half asleep. <laughs> it's been very full on. It has been a busy, busy day today. Um, and yes, we have hit that five year. By the mark. time you hear this, we would have hit five years. Five years tomorrow. Yeah, as we're recording this. So 24th of October. So anyway, so well done. Woo. Yes, it threw me that you knew that and remembered that. Uh, sorry, but yeah, no, very good. Because I was well, going to Chris is usually that dumb guy on the I, other side of the desk that never remembers anything. I was going to mention it, and I sort of had it worded in my head back to front. But no, uh, very good. Uh, lots of randomness, technology, and life, and uh, other bits and pieces. Five years doesn't feel like five years. Look at us go. Yes, yes. Well, let's move on, shall we? Um, so, uh, you've got most of today's uh, I do. I've been all over it like a rash. Hey, I got a special deal from your favourite people, Chris. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yep. You know, powered by the Uber drivers that can't make enough money doing that. But uh, you know what their deal is? I think it's real crazy. You get 100 free deliveries. Really? You put in this code, get 100 free deliveries. But you have to use it within the month. Jeez. How are you? Oh, okay. Imagine doing that. So, well, I could possibly do 60 in a month. Oh, if- hey, like twice a day. How do you do 100 <laughs> in a month? I just think it's just an absurd number for a month. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems really amazing. Hit him with the 100. Hit him, yeah. No, you need- do three a day and you've still got a 10 left over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's stupid. Anyway, I just thought you'd like that. Yeah, no, that is that's ridiculous. Um, okay, so oh, we were just talking just before that the uh, Sky City Tower fire convention center convention center fire is still going, still going um, strong. So Maybe that could be an Auckland landmark, like the burning tires that never go out on the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, uh, that's that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Um, so anyway, for me this week we had I had a big. I've had a big week, and uh, I've had a big day today. So, uh, and you're going to have a bigger night tonight. Yeah, I know. Friday, Friday, I uh, I was at uh, Spookers, worked for Spookers, so because I'd had the previous weekend off, and came back to it refreshed, reinvigorated, and got the Actor of the Day award because I was right into it. So that was cool. Smacking the hell out of a teddy bear. I know a when you bear. when you described to me just punching this teddy bear, I was like, oh, yeah, I could imagine you just going full retard on this teddy bear. Yeah, and then uh, when when people started walking past me, going, "What's going on?" I had pretty impressive makeup on, and it scared the scared the bejesus out of them. They ran off, which was good. That's like which is the about. goal. That's that's the that's the goal. Run away, don't have a heart attack. And then Saturday, I was what they call out front. So I'm wandering around with the crowds, um, keeping people entertained. So it's, it's quite different and you've got to be onto it all the time. Have you done that before? No. So you've done like the safety briefing, which is slightly different, eh? Yeah. So this time you're just walking around and you're just, hey, do you know what lines are? <laughs> do you understand how lines work? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was a hillbilly. I wasn't amazing at it. I was pretty good. I enjoyed it, though. Um, definitely got some laughs out of that. And so, yeah, that was cool. 
That was pretty good. And then <coughs> Sunday we had Oscars, which is the Oscars for scaring people, uh, basically. And uh, I even got nominated for something. I didn't think I would. So the beauty of this is that uh, people get awards based, they're nominated and voted on entirely by your peers. The management has nothing to do with it. Yes. And then they have some management awards. Oh, as they well. do have some management awards. Yeah. So, like, one of the management awards was for um, um, Jacob got it for, uh, I think they called it Dedicated Demon or something like that. And uh, out of the possible 126 days to work last year. Okay, yeah. He was there what? 124. Oh, those two days. Jacob, come on. I had up. to ask him about that. And he goes, oh, it was my sister's birthday. I took the weekend off. <laughs> yeah. So good on him. Good on him. Uh, I got a shout out for Tanya, who's been listening to these as well, because uh, she uh, put me up for the night, which is great. Shout out to Tanya. Hello. Um, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, it was a good, good time. Uh, oh, and she drove, so I could drink. So I drank probably too much. That's all uh, good. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that, that's what it's all about. So I thought I would give you guys an update on that. And then tonight, I am working in an ad. So you may see me in a New World ad at some point can't in the wait, background. Can't wait to see you in the background lurking around, grabbing fruit or grabbing, grabbing meat. That'll I've be the been best. up all day. Well, you know, I got up at seven, eight, seven, seven or something. And I, I was planned that I'd have a bit of a, a sleep in, but no, I've had too many <coughs> conference calls and stuff today. So I had a half hour break, but tonight I'm working from five till three in the morning in Auckland, which means I have to go pretty much as soon as we finish this. That's I'm going right. to grab something to eat and then take off. You will need to have a sleep in your car before you drive back. I probably will. I'm, uh, hey, a man got uh, just this, this is unrelated to what you just told me, Chris, but this is just a tip for everyone out there. Uh, excessive nipple twisting could land you in jail. <laughs> so, well, I don't do that at Spookers. It's well, crowned on. <laughs> so, I, I didn't say it was related to that. But um, a 32-year-old British Army Lance Sergeant, Liam Cruz-Taylor, he got jailed for a six-month period. He's actually responsible for training the Irish Guards recruits, and their mission is to protect the royal family. Um, and then he had seven victims come forward, and one of his punishments was just to keep twisting their nipples all the time. And they, he also punched them, and that got, was his punishment out, to them. He just randomly did it. Yeah, uh, yeah, punches, punched them, and elbow strike to the sternum, slapping them, and other bullying. Not good. And that's military, it, like yeah, yeah, as, yeah, as serving. Yeah, well, he was training them, and he'd just go up to them while they're doing training them, and just punch them or lay into them or twist their nipples. Because he, I don't know, thought he was the man. Uh. He should go and join ISIS. Um, anyway. <laughs> he should go join ISIS. <laughs> I think they'd be all right with that in ISIS. Um, actually, I, I heard something today which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so one of the issues that green tech has, or, or one of the things that everybody goes on about is, oh, you wind and, and sun's fine, but what happens when the wind stops blowing or the sun stops shining, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so they've got the storage as being the big issue, right? And oh right, you like batteries, so, batteries yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But batteries are passive storage. Okay. So this firm has now come out with the storage, and it's in production now. And I would imagine there's a, a lot of things that had to be nailed down to get this working right. Yeah. But the idea is really, really cool. Um, I was half listening, and I went, "What? Wait, go back and and listen to that again. What's going on?" Yeah. So what they're doing is they're using liquid air as a storage. So how this works... Yeah, please explain, because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, what? Yeah, exactly. So what happens is 
when you freeze air down low enough that it's liquid, it's like eight one eight hundredth of the size it is when it okay, uh, expands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what they sense. do is they get this frozen down. It's in a container thing, and it's refrigerated by the um, by the windmill or the the solar okay. panels. Yeah. So they're paying that they're, they're keeping it refrigerated. But when they stop and it starts heating up, it starts to expand. So you and get the expanding more of it. gas pushes a turbine, which gives more power. Why is this not a thing already? I know. Well, what? it is now. And so, and then when the sun comes out and the wind starts blowing, it refrigerates it back down to the thing. Yeah. So it, it keeps this that going. And okay. so it's always there as a backup. That's cool. That it's, makes sense. It's really cool, eh? So I, I thought that was a very, very clever idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about technology and stuff, fish auctions are taking off on Facebook Live. And uh, no, I know. What? You, <laughs> you may laugh. What? You may laugh. But this is happening in parts of Malaysia and Thailand, and it's called My Fish Man, uh, who's that's one of the pioneers of the Facebook Live fish auctions. Uh, and they just do it, right? And. They're selling as much as 660 pounds of fish during a nightly streaming auction uh, when they expect up to 1,000 viewers and they're getting increase in profit up to 10 to 50%. Uh, there's a fishmonger called Anurak Suratai. He draws up to 300,000 viewers and makes about $32,000 a night. What? Thanks to his comedic flair. He keeps his followers engaged by tossing bags of dried fish, chanting, putting his face way too close to the camera, and excitedly ringing his auction bell when he gets a sale. Oh my god. So I'm just wondering what else is out there that potentially people should be doing this thing with. Like, well, well, the ice, the luxury ice that you were talking to me oh, about yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Luxury was... ice. Oh, I can't remember. It was uh, pure, uh, uh, pure, so you can't pu- see, you yeah. can see through it. Perfectly clear. The question on Reddit was, what is something that poor people don't realise rich people buy? And it was um, artesian uh, ice cubes that are crystal clear, perfectly square. Yeah. Hand, and hand carved. Hand carved. And you get 50 in a bag for $350. And the other one I didn't tell you about was when people go into bookstores and they buy a whole library's worth of books and they don't care what they are. They just say to the person, I just want enough to fill this area. And apparently you can go into places and buy uh, so many books per yard and then they specify what they want the colours of the the books to be and everything. They don't read them. They're just for giant. I could see that for studios, for films. Yeah. But actual people doing that. I'm thinking, I reckon someone should set up a Facebook page and do, so there's all these groups out there now for Marketplace and just Facebook groups where people are listing random products. Someone should do a Facebook Live of just random products, like every night at seven, and go, yeah. oh, tonight I've got this. Yeah. See if people just come to watch you, if, if, if you're the right personality. Yeah, 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 for sure. I saw this today, um, <laughs> very, very limited information. A student <laughs> hacked into a Downingtown area school, which is in Pennsylvania, to gain competitive advantage in a water gun fight. Okay. All the data safe. Everything's good, no mention of the water gun fight. Like, that was just the title, nothing in the story about the water gun fight. And how was he going to gain a competitive advantage? On the computer? Uh, okay, that sounds, that sounds dodgy. Yes. Also in New York, uh, a New York City EMT suffered a stroke while driving an ambulance, and then the colleague that came to help him had a heart attack. 
So I was waiting for you to to uh, talk about that first one, and then I just clicked on and went, "Oh yeah, that was mine." <laughs> okay, so I um, thought it was. Yeah, there's a police checkpoint with a twist. Uh, West Auckland social Empr- uh, West Auckland. There you go. Social enterprises teamed up with Plunkett, the police, and Auckland Transport to hand out free car seats at a police checkpoint. Checkpoint was set up this morning. And this is a few days ago or a week ago to assess how well children under seven were strapped in. Um, so they were joined by a media uh, Seven Sharp team. All oh, right, and so they, can... uh, they handed out rubber duckies and brand new booster seats instead of tickets for those whose car seats were not up to scratch. Um, so that was pretty cool. I like that. That's a good story. It's a good feel good story, isn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, here's, an- here's another feel good story, Chris. Yes, uh, diehard Terminator fans, right? Went to go see Terminator Two Judgment Day on last Sunday. Yes. In America, and they did it in 15 different theatres, but it turned out to be a secret screening of the latest movie that's about to come out. Oh! And, and I think... Um, so they got the diehard fans there that they thought they were going back to the good old Terminator, Terminator 2, 2. And they were going to go... They got shown Terminator Dark Fate, and some of the actors turned up at some of the screenings and gave a bit of a talk at the start or at the end. And they were just like, whoa. And apparently... That's awesome. Apparently this Terminator... And that's great publicity. Yeah. Right? Let's face it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know how much you can put into initial reviews on these things, but they're actually thinking that this is actually a bit better than some of the other crappy reviews after Terminator 2. Uh, sequels. Yeah, yeah. Because that last one with Christian Bale was a bit... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wasn't the last one. I don't know. I can't, I can't keep track of which one's yeah. which. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure I have seen all of them, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have too. Hey, because we're five years into this, and occasionally we bring back a segment that we do sometimes. We're doing kickstart or dropkick. Woohoo! I've got three here. I'm going to talk to you about Chris. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to give you the name of it, and then you can pick which order you want to hear about them. Calico, Switchbot Curtain, or Backspacer. Let's do Switchbot Curtain last. Okay. Um, so let's start with Calico. Okay, Calico. So on Kickstarter, if you uh, are looking at stuff, for some reason I couldn't work out why I wasn't seeing anything bad, and it was because it defaults to stuff we really like first because they want you to obviously back the things that are popular. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Anyway, right. Uh, this is a game. Because they want you to spend money because they get a percentage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. They don't want to show you the crap stuff and go, I'm not coming back here. Yeah, it, anyway. and, it, and it seems to be a really big platform for game creators, like board game creators. And right. they get lots of funding. So this is Calico, a puzzly tile laying game of quilts and cats. Okay. It looks, yeah, like if you I, don't. I, I could probably play it, but I would never buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the gameplay looks really good, but it's quilts, little quilt squares that you're putting down and you get more points if a cat's on it. Anyway, there's 15 days to go, Chris, if you change your mind at the time of the recording now. They wanted... Oh, another thing about Kickstarter is it defaults to changing the amounts to New Zealand dollars now. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I haven't. I've been on Kickstarter for so long. So say if someone wanted like $15,000... It changes it back to New Zealand dollars, so the amounts look all weird. Yeah, so yeah. They, 17400 well, $12,450 $12, is what they want. Yeah. They've already made $180,000. Wow. So they're going good, and it seems like a really popular board game. And their uh, page has got some video of some people 
I don't know if they're well known, but some people that have played it. Oh, okay. So they've got the they've got a you know prototype. So the prototype's been out. That's been tested. Because I think that's the good thing with board games. It's reasonably easy to make the prototype and test it with people. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Uh, Backspacer is the next one. Let's see if this is a problem you've ever had, Chris. So. <laughs> Okay. Apparently, more and more people are wandering around with backpacks these days. Ever had a sweaty back after wearing a backpack? Yes. Okay. Well, Backspacer is here to help solve this issue, Chris. Um, <laughs> give me your. Give, let me give me my money. What the? What's that? Take my money. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, it's a piece of flexible plastic. I'll, I'll show you a photo in a minute, and I'll try to explain it to the listeners. It's a. Uh, injection molded piece of plastic they want to do it's sort of flexible and it's got ridges on it so instead of the whole backpack against your back the edges of these ridges are against your back so only small lines of sweat on the back of your shirt anyway i'll show you a picture in a minute anyway lots of testing went into this now in the page they almost spent more time detailing the test equipment that they brought and used more than the product info. Oh, okay. They also state, Backspacer won't be for everyone, but through extensive testing, we believe a high majority of users will find it comfortable and easy to use every day. Like wearing something new, once you wear it enough, you get used to it. That's not great sales. I'm going to say that's a that's a dropkick. Well, how much money do you think they need for a place? Well, how, how much is one going for, first of all? I will have to check that link. I did not write that down. There's 43 more days to go. For some reason, they want $420,000 for this thing. Mm, okay. Yep. And they have made $325. Ooh. Uh, I just want to see. Oh, $325, not 325000 No, what? no, $325. Oh, a backspacer will cost you 27 bucks, Chris, because it's just a random piece of plastic. I'm just going to show you the picture of it. This is their prototype. You strap that to the back of your backpack, and then you wear that between... Hmm. Okay, that's a drop kick. It's not a bad idea, to be honest, but it sounds like their sales uh, copy is sucky ass. But But you still end up with little sweat marks on your back. Like, What's the point? I don't know. It'll be more comfortable. Depends how far you're going with it. Yes, well, there's a lot of testing there, so make sure to check out the link at thechristensandpodcast.com for all the show notes. There's a whole bunch there. Now, right, the last so what's one. What's the last one? Because that sounded interesting. Yeah, this what's is that the called? Switchbot Curtain. Switchbot Curtain. This is pretty cool. Uh, interesting. Um, it's a uh, way to retrofit your curtains to make them smart. So you can automate your curtains um, to open and close whenever you want with this little gizmo thing. Right. So you retrofit your curtain rod track or rail with this little white box. There's a pair of them for two curtains either side. And it has the ability to open and close your curtains for you. So it basically hooks onto your curtain and then it drives along the track. Yeah, it's got a wheel basically or something. Yeah, that, yeah. That drives it along the track. They wanted uh, $31,000, which seems like a low amount compared to the bit of plastic we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have made $114,000. So they reached their goal, and it's forty nine bucks for an early bird price at the Which moment. Which is well less than what you'd expect for that. Yeah, stupid. and yeah. it comes with a smartphone app, and you can control it and schedule it, and you get a little uh, remote control button, and you press that, and they the unit itself is quite bulky though. Like if you walked it, into a room, you'd be like, "What the hell's that stuck to your curtain, yeah. mate?" Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's I I don't think that's a big deal. 
like no, I, no, no. That's right. Yeah, okay, no, that's pretty big. But yeah, no, I think that's, that sounds that sounds pretty good. I like that. I'm and impressed. one of the things I saw in the little uh, blurb about it is, you know, when you got curtain tracks and it's got the bracket that holds it, and there's like a bump. Yeah, this thing can navigate the bump and it doesn't bother it. Oh, wow. So that's can, pretty cool. Yeah, it would have had to have quite a bit of testing to deal with all sorts of different curtain tracks and stuff like that. Actually, talking about that, um, I was on AliExpress the other day. Oh, this, is, this sounds dangerous. What yeah, did you buy? I, no, I didn't buy it. But if I had a job and money and, and those things, all that good I, stuff. I, I would have considered buying it. Did you know they have robo window cleaners? No. Do they? It sticks to the window and it just drives around. Drives so it's around like a Roomba, but on a window. Yeah. Which is great for the outside of some of our upstairs windows. Well, how good does it work? Do we know? Um, the, there's actually quite a few people selling the same so Gizmo. You, so you and open there's loads of um, reviews. Good reviews. Oh, um, how much is one going for? I want to say 180 bucks. No. Yeah, no. That's too I much. I know, but that's what Roombas started out with pretty expensive as well, right? Oh, so yeah. So maybe, you... maybe that'll go down. But you ha- do have, uh, it has a um, a safety harness and you've got to hook it on something in case oh, it comes good, off the good, window. Oh, good, good, good. I was going to yeah, ask yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. Because loads of people are going, oh, you know, I'm in an apartment and I'm 10 floors up, so I, you know, I can't clean the outside oh, of the yeah, windows. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Because so... I was just like, oh, don't worry about it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it'd be great. So, um, and, you know, my big window and my bedroom just never gets cleaned. I'd have to get a big, long... That's right. What do you call it? Hose power thing. And- I know who'd be all over it, our next-door neighbour, because he loves cleaning that freaking path. <laughs> He's got a water blaster now. We all now. know. <laughs> Sam's mentioned this on the podcast several times I already. know, over the five years, the neighbour <laughs> has got nothing else to do with his life apart from clean the side of his house and with the, the water path. blaster, yeah. Sometimes- three, t- three times a week. If not more. <laughs> uh, also, I'm pretty happy that I've got those big blackout curtains in my room because they leave half their lights on their house and maybe turn a floodlight on at yeah. night time. So. Yeah, I, I just close my eyes and that sorts that out. <laughs> Look at you go, all fancy like. Uh, I'm sure there's something else I was going to mention. Cannot remember what it is. Um, well, we've got Armageddon coming up this weekend. I know. We've mentioned um, that a lot yeah, over the last episode. I think we got TEDx. a bit premature on the Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. And we've got TEDx this week, uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Tomorrow you night. do. I've got TEDx tomorrow night. You're going to come along, aren't uh, What time is it? Uh, five-ish or something, 5.30 uh, or something. I'll see how I go. I've got to move. Uh, I, I wrote a media release, and then I'm trying to take photos of the pumpkin mascot tomorrow and moving seedlings around. Okay. All right. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, so busy, busy. Yeah, well, if you are in, in Hamilton, come along. It's 10 bucks. Oh, I didn't tell Sam it's going to cost him 10 bucks. 10 bucks. I knew, <laughs> yeah, I knew there was a cost. Uh, but, you, you know, you get some food and beer or something with that. Um, Where's it being held this time? It's at Innovation Park. Oh, right. Wakata Innovation Park. So, so if you turn up a bit early and you see Dennis, just scream abuse at him because that's where he works. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I half expect him to hang around and, and, and get a free beer and sort of... Just no, he, he he usually picks his kids up, so he usually gets oh, it pretty be, quick. Oh, he'll be yeah. But, All uh, right, but yeah, so that's um, yeah, that's us for today then, really. Next week, we hope to have some audio from Armageddon. Yes. Um, we'll see which sort of interesting, unique 
people. That's the word I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> that we're going to talk to and find there. Yeah, it's not so much amazing to uh, interview cosplayers because if you can't see what they're wearing, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But no, anyway. we're going to get but them to describe it for you. We yep. will get some photos. So it'll be good. Uh, um, that's yep. it. Until yep. next so time. So come along to the oh. website, uh, show notes, uh, com, um, and check us out on Facebook at, and Twitter. All that stuff. And yeah. Actually, big shout out to everybody that supported us over the five years and uh, tells us when things are broken. Sorry about last week. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I knew that. That's what I was going to mention. I broke the episode last week and we found out about it pretty quick from our fans, which is good. Uh, I think I've done that three times in five years, maybe. Yeah. Always yes. sleep deprived. That's, <laughs> I'm just like mashing stuff into the keyboard. and I'm like, That'll do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, very good. Thank you. And uh, love all the comments and likes. And it's amazing what some people find. Uh, what it, I assume it's just the Facebook algorithm and when they see it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, sometimes we get lots of reactions on the randomest things. That's yes. good. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Uh, keep in touch. Send us your comments. Send us what you like. Send us what you don't like. We'll ignore what we don't care about. And Chris uh, will just laugh himself, <laughs> laugh himself silly in the corner. And yeah, and we'll um, hopefully be coming up with some really interesting stories in the next six to twelve months. Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.